In this special two-part episode of The Buzz on Business, I talk with 2012 Spears Business graduate, Kyle Boothot. Kyle has traveled the world, started several businesses, and supports local businesses and people in pandemic-hit Houston neighborhoods, all by the time he turned 30. As a native of Lee's Summit, Missouri, which I've driven by, by the way, going up to Iowa, so I want you to know that, uh, I, I understand uh, a visit to OSU and the Spears School of Business convinced you to become a cowboy. What was it? What did the trick? Yeah, there are so many uh, different factors to my campus visit uh, that I really enjoyed, but I think most of all was my campus experience was, was really the people, uh, which is an easy, uh, easy out um, because the people of OSU are the key, uh, that's the secret sauce. So for me, I, I visited in February of my senior year and deviated from the plan of becoming a photojournalist uh, through the University of Missouri and uh, quickly joined Spear School of Business, uh, where I obviously got my degree and, and uh, moved to Houston after. But for me, uh, it was the people, it was the, the feeling, the culture, um, and really looking back now, seeing how God kind of wove my story over the last few years um, and led me there. Um, but it all started because my sister said, why don't you check out a few schools in Oklahoma? I had a great time at, at OBU and you need to check out OSU. I think you'll like it. And uh, ever since then, obviously I'm wearing the orange crowd. Well, that's great. So what flipped you from photojournalism to business? Yeah, I think that's something I'm still trying to figure out. I was really, um, you know, piqued my interest because of the, uh, all of the programs that the Spear School offered. Um, there's so many different facets and, and obviously with the, you know, the new building and so many things are icing on the cake of an already really strong program. Uh, but for me, I, as a 16 year old studied abroad in China, and fell in love with the people of China, the culture, learning the language, and immediately knew that I wanted to go do business there um, as a kid in high school. Um, unfortunately, I no longer um, am doing that or really didn't get an opportunity to do that, uh, which I'll explain shortly. But for me, I knew that if I wanted to do business or do something internationally, that international business or international policy would be a way to do that. Um, but I think at the same time, I realized that photojournalism is, is a hobby and is a passion and maybe wasn't a career choice. Um, and so I've actually been able to toggle both sides of, uh, of that fence of doing the arts and the business uh, and together uh, now owning a photography business and owning uh, the truck you see behind me. Um, but really, I think for me, it was a dual passion um, of the business side and the, the, uh, the language side that really piqued my interest. Well, let's explore a little more about, uh, obviously you, you love to travel. And you went on three study abroad trips, and you also visited China and Australia. Uh, how do those uh, travel experiences uh, impact your education, your career, your life? Uh, tell us a little about that. Yeah, I, I do love to travel. And it really started as a 13-year-old on my first mission trip. Uh, so my family allowed me to go, uh, I think, in the seventh grade to Puerto Rico. And uh, getting out of Missouri and out of the Midwest uh, on my first trip was really exciting. And since then, over the last 17 or so years, uh, I'm now 30, I've visited over 40 countries uh, and doing photography in each of them for uh, not only myself for enjoyment, but also um, as a paid photographer for um, international uh, humanitarian groups, international missions, um, from water wells to orphanages and more. Um, but I really, really had an incredible experience on my study abroad trips, one with Spears and two with the university um, that really opened my eyes to the opportunity to live abroad, study abroad, um, you know, grow my uh, ability to, um, to just travel, but also connect with other cultures, how businesses work abroad. And I think even uh, the truck, which I'll tell you more about, is really um, something that was sparked on my study abroad trip in 2010 of kind of the scrappy um, 
opportunity to serve people um, because in the States, we don't have the backpacker culture. We don't have internationals kind of just rolling through. It's very planned when you come to the U S and it's also when we go places, we're also very planned. So I think for me growing in my capacity to travel has allowed me to um, grow in business and grow in my personal. You mentioned you're, you were an international business major. Uh, how did you choose to minor in East Asian studies? And is it true that uh, you understand speak Mandarin? It is true. Uh, I, I probably don't speak or understand as much as I used to, um, but I studied the language from 2006 to 2012. So it's been a few years. Um, I did try my, um, my Chinese skills just a few days ago. I had a, um, a family from China that came to the truck, actually, and we were you know, behind our masks uh, speaking to each other in a little bit of Chinese. So I can speak Mandarin, um, and that was really you know, coming into Oklahoma State with two years of language already under my belt was the reason why I studied the East Asian um, program, uh, because that was where Oklahoma State was housing the Chinese language uh, through the Arts and Sciences College. Um, and so as a freshman, um, joined that program, and I believe I was the first, and maybe we can fact check it, but was the first to graduate with the dual, um, the dual minor and the major uh, with the focus on Mandarin language. I know I've had friends try to learn it and it's, it's a tough language to learn. So I'm impressed. It is. It's very tonal as you know, and it, you know, each word can mean something different. So it's really fun. Um, I really got into the character side because of my photography and my artistry. Um, I could memorize and write characters really quickly because I used to paint as a kid. Um, and now with photography, um, have that kind of photographic memory. So could memorize characters quickly on the language side. It took me a little bit longer, but I still love it. Well, that's interesting because I think the character side is the hardest part for most it people. So. <laughs> exactly. I bet those artistic skills are come in handy. Now, you know, looking at your resume when you were here at OSU was pretty impressive. You were business student council president. You were OSU student body vice president. You were a Spears ambassador, member of the alumni board. What really drove you uh, to seek those experiences as a student? You know, I don't think I know exactly what drove me to, to be involved in all of them, but I really just love the university and I love what Oklahoma State stands for, what the faculty and the staff are about, uh, which is about, um, you know, campus leadership, servant leadership, serving the community, connecting with people and supporting those um, around you. And not just at a charity level, but really um, helping all, all tides rise. You know, when the, when, when the tide rises, all boats come together. And so for me, I think looking back, I had friends who were, you know, trying to achieve the, the next leadership position on campus. And for me, I was just trying to be involved in things I was passionate about, um, even as a non-Greek student serving on a, a, you know, a Greek event, because I love marketing and I love, um, you know, helping people to know uh, what, that, what that event was for or Camp Cowboy and helping freshmen get acquired to, um, you know, the Oklahoma State family. Um, so I think for me, what really drove me was just serving the campus well. Um, and really sitting under leaders um, like yourself and some of the other amazing leaders on campus, President Hargis and many others uh, that really are all about what Oklahoma State is for, which is pouring into students and helping them be the best students they can and ultimately the best alumni that they can. Well, we certainly appreciated the time you spent and the, the servant mentality you had. It uh, meant a lot to us. I appreciate it. It was really, really fun and definitely filled my schedule. But, you know, when you're in Stillwater, you can do school athletics or campus activities. There's not much else to venture out to. So I really poured myself into campus and really, really gained some incredible experiences that honestly I wouldn't have been given had I been at a, another university or even uh, in another town. So really, really enjoyed getting to learn how to host an event, how to, uh, you know, start a business, how to do so many different things um, that have now led me to helping friends launch their churches or, you know, launch a book or 
create a restaurant, you know, different things. So really, really thankful for all of those experiences because they all are tied together. Great. All right. You got to tell us about the Kyle train. Oh no. <laughs> this was a term that uh, Dean Weiser uh, coined when I was in school that uh, I was, you know, the Kyle train couldn't be stopped. So if I had an idea, I wasn't going to stop pursuing it until it happened. So whether that was an event or was a, you know, some sort of program or something that I felt that the university needed to do or my residence hall needed to do or the business school should be doing or could be doing. Um, and that could range from you know, homecoming, uh, you know, putting on a homecoming for Spears or um, hosting an event or even hosting something like a memorial for Remember the Four. Um, these were things that I felt very passionate about. And I think the term, the Kyle train was coined because I um, literally wouldn't stop bothering people until um, those things got put into play. So um, kind of funny to look back on now. Well, I, I think it was a, a much deserved moniker. So. <laughs> I guess so. I guess just relentless pursuit. Uh, a life of no limits. So now you lived for three years in the Spears business, living and learning residence community. Uh, how did, did that yeah. experience uh, shape your kind of leadership development and philosophy? Yeah, I think at the time it was really just a unique living opportunity to have a space where everyone, you know, that we were living around were in similar classes. We could um, compare notes, we could study together, different things that were really um, at the time very tangible. But now looking back at the intangibles, you know, the opportunity for community, uh, you know, an opportunity to live with people that you're studying with. Because when you're at a school like Oklahoma State or even in a, in a college like Spears, there's so many different facets of people and age groups and, uh, you know, classes and uh, degree types. And so I think for me, being in a, in a living atmosphere that had uh, direct leadership from an older Spears student and then peers, uh, we really enjoyed, um, you know, we do, we cook a meal and study together rather than, um, you know, go grab fast food and go study at the library alone. So I think for me, it was a really unique opportunity that at the time I probably didn't fully understand, um, which is why it's called an affinity group because you don't really understand all of the aspects of it. Um, but it was really, really neat. And I loved it so much that it was, you know, my, my second and third year were both spent there as well. Um, and after serving in the residence hall at a, at a leadership level, I really began to see the value of living in one spot, pouring in there. Um, and so it helped me kind of acquire those skills of helping freshmen, you know, get involved quicker, um, helped me to study a lot more um, because on my own, I probably wouldn't have been doing all that. Helpful to get a little nudge, right? There. Yeah, a little bit of, yeah, a little bit of a prompt for sure. One of the things you did while you were here, you started a, a student-focused mission uh, effort called Rooted. Uh, it's still going on, uh, yeah. I understand. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Rooted is a program that um, really at the tail end of my experience at Oklahoma State started, um, you know, an opportunity for students to gather and pursue their faith uh, in a really outward focused way. Um, and nothing crazy, just an opportunity for older students to break down the walls between campus ministries and really campus churches. So that way, um, when we are all kind of looking at campus as a whole, you know, there's a number of churches in Stillwater, over 25, I believe. Um, and so Rooted is a program that allows all those churches to come on campus together in one fashion and one form uh, to unite older students, but also to help um, new students or, or incoming students find their way uh, because it can take, you know, a student quite a while to not, not only navigate their faith, but also navigate which church do I go to and how do I even figure this out? If I've got 16 weeks of a semester uh, or a half of a semester, 
um, and then, you know, 25 churches to visit. So Rooted is a program that I started with some friends that's now a national program, and we're at four universities and growing. Um, it's an official 501c3, and we have an opportunity to serve. Really, our target is for the freshmen and getting them connected to their peers and getting them connected to their churches. Four universities, that's impressive. Yeah, so we're at Oklahoma State, expanded to University of Arkansas in 2016, expanded to the University of Missouri in 2018, and earlier this year in 2020, started at the University of Houston, which is a very large commuter campus. So it's gonna be very different than our three state schools. And we did just receive funding for the University of Colorado at Boulder. So I'm really excited to um, see uh, how, how the Lord is gonna use our program to help freshmen find a church faster. Now, just after graduating, you followed a traditional path and you went to work for Phillips 66 in Houston. Uh, and while you were there, you uh, didn't waste any time and you organized <laughs> activities and recruited OSU students. Uh, what is it about OSU that uh, really has made you such a strong supporter? Yeah, so I did follow the traditional path, uh, interned at ConocoPhillips, and then obviously uh, later joined Phillips 66 after graduation. And um, for me, um, what makes me a, a kind of long-term supporter of Oklahoma State is, is the opportunity to pour back in. Uh, so that, in oil and gas, that looked like recruiting. It looked like, uh, you know, helping uh, Philip 66 lock into the homecoming partnership that they now have. Um, so many different things. And so now that I'm no longer at Philip 66, which I dearly love the company and my peers and, and my colleagues that are still there. Um, and now that I'm no longer there, it looks like getting involved in the alumni chapter, um, you know, serving on the board of the Houston, uh, the Houston team, helping plan events, uh, but also as, a, as an alumni, just helping recruit um, the hundred or so students from Houston that travel up to Stillwater each year uh, who graduate from the Woodlands, from Katy, from Houston schools. Um, so really an opportunity um, that I think all alumni have is to serve their community. It doesn't have to be on the board of their local chapter, but it could just be engaging students and families and telling really their story about how Oklahoma State formed their campus leadership or their ability to, um, to travel or different things. So I think for me, um, Phillips definitely locked in that alumni experience and now post, uh, you know, P66, uh, I have an opportunity to do the same just um, outside of a corporate entity. Now, once you uh, left uh, Philip 66, you certainly followed a more entrepreneurial path. You mentioned your photography business, coffee, uh, opened a coffee and wine bar, you got among other things, right? Yeah. So what, what about uh, your experience here, planted that seed or how did that, how did you evolve from more of a corporate world to an entrepreneurial world? Yeah, I think the entrepreneurial world was always in me. Uh, I started my first, you know, little business making keychains as a kid at car shows. Both my parents had, uh, they each had a 1968 Camaro that sat side by side at car shows growing up. And so I would make these little keychains that were custom, you know, color, you know, the two different colors for, for the cars there. And so that was my first business. And then I moved into mowing lawns and, um, and later on in high school, got into media uh, and started producing DVDs and CDs for, events and different things, um, specifically on the photography and video side. So for me, Oklahoma State didn't necessarily plant a seed of entrepreneurial um, kind of nature. It really it watered that seed and helped it expand. Um, and while I didn't get to experience the Riata Center or um, the entrepreneurship program as a degree, uh, I was involved in the entrepreneurship club and really got my eyes open to some of the leaders of entrepreneurship in the U.S. from you know, the, the folks at Pampered Chef to um, fly into uh, New York City or Chicago or LA, which we did as a part of that club, and really getting to kind of see how folks outside of academia 
are involving their degree and their community and their passions to, um, to pursue a business. So for me, business was always with, was in me. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll just do photography because that's what I love. And now I've been able to merge my passions and my degree together for an opportunity to, to do those things. Yeah, it's a unique uh, uh, talent or <laughs> ability to be able to merge uh, kind of your interests and also then with your career. It's, it's something that's not always easy to uh, obtain. Yeah, I'm definitely thankful that um, that the the way it's worked out, and you know, Houston is a is a mega city uh, full of opportunities and experiences. But I think for me, um, one thing that always stuck out to me at Spears was the phrase "When opportunity meets passion, you'll find success." And so when you're you know not just sitting around, but when you're passionate and you're working, and then there's opportunity that comes, there's kind of that that merge point of of uh, the ability to kind of progress forward. Well, Kyle, that uh, concludes part one of our conversation. We awesome. appreciate okay. it. We'll, uh, we'll be back uh, uh, in a little bit. Kyle, thanks for sharing with us how Spears Business and OSU became important elements in your life. Please listen to part two as we learn more about Kyle's life after college, how he faced the challenges brought on by the pandemic, and what 2021 holds for him and his many ventures. 